And yeah, uh, hello, welcome. Uh, this is, uh, you know, yours truly, Omar Tapata. This is that guy. You already know who it is. It's E-Money, E-Blige, all the other names. It's just Eli, yo. I, I wish I was that rich. Anyway, so yeah, this is... Uh... Anyway, me. <laughs> oh, anyway, that shit. Um, so, okay, uh, let's, you know, stay focused. Um, uh, no, that was pretty funny. But uh, yeah, this is, you know, Whining Millennials coming back with episode three. Um, and yeah, we got some stuff to, to talk this week. Uh, some stuff that we need to get out of our chest. Um, you know, the way we, you know, organize our stuff. Eli starts first, uh, asking me questions. Well, last week he started first, right? I don't remember. I don't remember either. Don't so, know. well, it was Friday. Oh, yeah. So for those of you who didn't know, who probably will... Well, it was literally three days ago. I said that's like a week in dog years. Anyway, so last week we couldn't upload an episode on Tuesday because my microphone... Stop doing that. Stop doing that. Stop playing with that. My microphone bro- broke on Tuesday... Uh, on Sorry, Monday night when we were supposed to record this to upload it on Tuesday. So we had to put it off and record it a different day. Uh, we recorded it on Thursday and uploaded it by Friday. So if you guys haven't seen that episode or heard that episode, you guys uh, feel more than welcome to... Um, do you have any words about that last podcast that we uh, uh, did? I mean, to be honest, like, no. Why do you get, why do you, why do you have to speak like I am, I hold you hostage here and only only let you out every time we have to do the podcast? I mean, that wouldn't be an inaccurate depiction of what actually happened. All right, so like that's not true at all. I do not hold Eli hostage. Of course, you're not gonna say. Well, okay, so here's the truth about our relationship. I don't talk to Eli the whole week until Mondays when I have to record a podcast with. That's not. I I text you sometimes. Yeah, he does. And what do I do? You respond with one word as if I upset you. (laughs) (laughs) See, I have a whole text. Anyway, anyway, we're getting sidetracked. Um, So okay, so I'm gonna start with my questions that I have for the week for Eli because you know this is a conversation, uh, and we're just gonna freely talk. Uh, cool. So my first question for Eli. I know, I know the answer to this question already. However, I feel like we never really sat down and spoke about this, um, like thoroughly, like to see, like you know, you know, we're best friends and everything, but it's kind of like the relationship where uh, you do something and then I, I'd be like, all right, cool, and then we just move on type of thing. We really don't, we don't really talk about things. So the first thing that I'm gonna ask you, like, is uh, you know, I know that you traveled last. Uh, how long ago did you travel? You went to Miami. Nah, I went to actually just went to Orlando like last summer. Not very, not very upscale, I know, but yeah. I mean, Orlando's fun. Nah, it's like broke people, Miami. Oh my god! Oh my god! That's gonna, it's gonna upset so many people. But okay, cool. You went to Orlando with your family, and what was it like over there? What like, what did you guys do? What why did you guys even go in the first place? So my my cousins and I like have been progressively getting closer. Like, when we were younger, we didn't have the opportunity to, like, get... We weren't as close because most of my cousins lived in my parents' home country, which is Dominica. And, like, um, they came over when I was... When I was around 10 to 13. Don't throw your mouth. So, like, um... And my older cousin and I, we would, we didn't always see eye to eye because I was significantly younger than her at the time. And, like, I was really annoying. So Wait, yeah. how old are your cousins? Like, how much older than you, I mean? So, on average... The co- like on what average, do you mean on average? How many cousins do you have? I my fa- I had my father has 
five sisters and four and three brothers, three or four brothers, one of those. So I have about approximately like nine to ten cousins around my age. Jesus Christ. Well, okay, but like the one that you said that you didn't like always see eye to eye with her because she was older than you. Yeah, um, my my cousin, like, so now because she used to babysit me, so we we have a long relationship, and I I, I, I oh yeah, that's that's kind of like the relationship that. Like what I give you is you didn't like, no 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 I'm not I'm not talking about you and me I'm talking about my like, older cousin the one who's getting married the one that I'm going to the art like oh, oh, oh. yeah yeah because like uh she was like a little older. she wasn't even that much older than me she's like what 25 I don't I'm not sure she's like 25 or something like that mm-hmm. and like she like she was so much sure when she was younger like she uh she was one, she's one of those people that said oh I want to be a doctor when I grow up and. She did it. She became a doctor. She yeah, she wanted those. The one that she's a dreamer. Like one of those who actually like fulfills her aspirations. Right? Must be nice. Yeah, I know. Right? Anyway. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that's kind of my relationship with her. But yeah, sorry, go on. Yeah, so like we went because like we were trying to get closer to each other, and like we're all around that. Age. We're all around that age where we're kind of like making our own money. So we could afford to like, just pop up at a pop up in Florida. They had gone for the week before. They had gone from the beginning of the week, but school had started. Out. I'm sorry. I'm gonna say for the record, if you, oh, never mind. You had a job back then, like a like a good pay, like a like a good pay job. Okay, okay, so okay, I understand because I was about to say, shut up. <laughs> I was gonna say, you know, because if I ever ever hear you asking me for money to buy your lunch, I will hit you if you had the money to pop out in Florida like that. So what about today? I didn't have my car. What do you want me to do? I'm not asking for my stuff. I. <laughs> no. It's a star. No. What is it? The 1950s? Like, not even 1950s. What is this? Indian? Wow. That is really offensive. You should have said that. Oh, my God. What you want to do? Say Africa? Like, every other stereotype? Oh, Africa? my God. No, I did not. Africa. Africa is. They're living they're, they're lavish. Some of them. Some cities in Africa are amazing. My man's Akon just hooked up 600 million Africans with electricity, so you already know. Are you sure about that number? Hmm? Are you sure about that number? Is it 600 million? Uh, we can, 600 million is, is a lot. We can fact check this right now. Uh, can we? We can fact check this. Yeah. Let's see. Akon. Yeah, it is 600 million. 600 million. I told you. That is a... Wow. That's a lot of... Yep, yep. Wow. PSD Blackhead. Anyway, so... <laughs> So continue, go on. Yeah, so we, we did the trip to get closer, and it was a great experience because, to be honest, like, I, I had a different perception of my cousins before we went on this trip, and afterwards, it was completely different. Like, I always thought my cousins were kind of, like, like older, super stuffy, kind of stuffed up, because it's mostly girls, and I'm a guy. So, like, you know, like, oh, that makes sense. off rip, like, I didn't think we would get along, like, the same way, but, like, I went, but, like, beyond, like, you know, the regular formalities, when I went, it was great, like, we bonded. We talk and like I like things happen obviously for this family, but well, I guess are you? No, kind of sorta. Of. And mm-hmm. like you know, like how we resolve those conflicts like really brought me closer to them. So I have this kind of kinship with them now that I didn't have before. Cool. You know, and I'm gonna end up this uh segment of the podcast by asking you like a question that I've been wanting to ask you ever since you went on that trip. Um, did you miss me? Um. So yeah, uh, we're gonna move into the next. Segment. No, 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 not not like in a romantic, weird way. Like, like, did you miss oh, no, like I, the I, antics that I you and I get? Context. I just chose to ignore it. But yeah, so we're gonna move on to the next. I guess I'll just go, <laughs> go fuck myself. 
Anyway, so it's your turn, I guess. <laughs> um. So yeah. Um. So we talk about traveling. So um. Speaking of traveling, you know, traveler um traveling homicide is insane. People sometimes people go to um other countries and they die in other countries and places. So that's why traveler's insurance is so important. I know, but like, you know, we can't afford it. But, I can. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, I guess you're more affluent than I. You have AirPods too. I'm not that rich. Okay. That that's a like that's like that's like that's like four one k rich like you know like, like you don't like, have social security you have a Roth IRA. Oh, but yeah. Um, what were you saying about uh travelers homicide? So that brings us to our next question. If you had to pick one way to die instantaneously, how oh, and God. what? What? You some dark. You some dark individual. That's why I say. Yeah, but, like, I don't talk about dying every day. What's the point of time you did, y'all? Actually, that's a lie. I stopped saying that around you. I still make those jokes, just not around you, so I don't scare you anymore. Let's <laughs> believe I was terrified for a little while. But, um, yeah, uh, if I were to do that. Honestly, like, you know how there's people who believe in, like, uh, instant... Like, well, I don't know if this is real or not, to be honest with you. This is beyond my knowledge. But, like, in- instantaneous combustion is, like, uh, the way that I would pick. Because, like... It seems painless to me. It's an instantaneous combustion. Yeah, like you know. Wow. Imagine so specific. Well, imagine yourself. Yeah, like think about it. You're walking down down the street in Fifth Avenue. You know, like you're like Fifty Second Street and whatever. Mind your own business. You know, you just got a bagel from get like pick a bagel, um, and I don't know. You just burst into flames and die. Like you just disintegrate. You just die. That is the most theatrical instantaneous form of death. Like how how long have you been thinking about this? How old am I? You're 23 or more. 13 years. Wow. Wow. No, it's like, I like, like, you know, I don't, uh, I, I, like, you know, people get these thoughts about, like, like, I'm pretty sure a lot of people think about, like, how they prefer to die. I'm pretty sure you've thought about it, too. Oh, yeah, guys, just a PSA so that you don't think we're crazy. So, I, I don't know how factual this is, but I, I think I did look it up. Whenever you get weird thoughts to do really bad things at the time, it's normal. So it's a psychological condition called the impropervers, right? So it's it's your it's your mind telling you to do the worst or the most evil thing at any possible moment. Moment when oh, the wow. obvious thing to do is the good thing. I so, thought that was just like crazy. No, no, no. It happens to everyone. I've gotten I've gotten those thoughts. People, Whoa, because sometimes movie. sometimes like dogs be barking and I just feel like. <clears throat> Wait, what? No, I'm just, <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I'm a dog person. I love dogs. <laughs> what in the correct way? <laughs> no, but um, <laughs> no, but like, uh, like you see, like you've gotten thoughts about how you prefer to die. I mean, if I had to, it would have to be quick. It would have to be super quick. Hence, instantaneous. I probably, I probably prefer to get shot. Go out the traditional well, way. Well, the thing is that if you get shot, you may not die right away. Well, I would assume that how they would shoot me would be instantaneous. So, like, shoot Wait, Like, they would have to shoot you, like, to, like, the only, like, 100% way that you would die right away from getting shot is, like, they put a shot into your head and, like, blow your brains up. And then you, there's still, like, people who have, like, apparently survived that. So, I guess um, the electric chair would be my second option. Yeah, that's still not instantaneous, Chief. I'd feel it for 0.2 seconds. Yeah, but you still feel it. I mean, it's not going to matter. I'm going to be dead 2.7 seconds later. Or two seconds later. Yeah, that's why I chose instantaneous combustion. You don't feel nothing, you just die. I mean, but... And also, if, like, let, let's go to, like, like other ways of dying that could potentially be considered to be um, painless. Like, I thought of drowning. 
But drumming, like, if you really now, think about it. That's the way I... That's the, if there's any way I would not die, it's probably drumming. But can you swim? Black people don't swim, But man. can you swim? I can sort of swim, but... I can swim. Oh, shit. I guess that's not a problem. Well, but I'm like... What if you get a crane? I'm like, island black. What if you... <laughs> it does help that your country is surrounded by water to learn how to swim. Oh, no, no. I can... I have a very weak doggy paddle. Don't get me wrong. Really? Like, if you're throwing... Look, okay. Okay, so you're 60. If you're throwing a... In a... In a... 12, 12 feet pool. Mm-hmm. All you would do is doggy paddle? No, I have I have a crappy over um I have a not bread, is it a brushstroke or what? Like, yeah, I think I think that's not a brushstroke. That I think that's just a stroke. I have a really. I see what you're trying. To be do. an adult. Oh, <laughs> be an adult. <laughs> that's <laughs> called it's called a stroke. Okay, no, 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 no. Because if <laughs> you're basically, <laughs> I refuse. I'm not going. It's called a stroke. It's right there. There's backstroke, breaststroke, butterfly stroke, freestyle. The front crawl. That's what the. I have a weak front crawl. Don't you my team. Bro, oh my god. Really bro, it's called stroke. There's there's types of stroke, but not all the swims are called stroke. I never said that all the swims are called stroke. So why would I specify you had a problem with me saying that I don't want to say I'm a weak stroke? <laughs> <laughs> This okay, yo, please be an adult. <laughs> I was so sorry. We were both adults. You just said it. I, that's what you tried to get me to say. <laughs> I wasn't trying to trick you. I was I actually... You were, no, 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 no. You were waiting for me to say it. No, I wasn't. Yes, it no, was. I wasn't. Yes, I didn't realize until you started laughing. Okay. No, 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 no. Anyway, anyway. Okay. So you just have you have a weak frontal crawl. That don't even sound... Yes, I, it's a weak front crawl. Okay, that's okay. cool. Right. Well, uh, in the uh, you know, even though we're surrounded by water, my mom put me in a swimming team, so I have a, I know how to breaststroke, butterfly stroke. You gotta compete with Phelps. Stroke. I wouldn't say I compete with so Phelps. I flow better than Phelps because I'm fat. Wow. <laughs> wow. No, that's a, that's a fact. He's muscular. I'm. I know, but like you said it like so candidly, that that threw me off. But anyway, yeah, if I had to choose how to die, it would be instantaneous combustion. Um, let's move on to the next question. I don't want to, uh, you know, go too long about this. This is getting too dark. Yeah, it did. It did. Uh, yeah, so, okay, so, cool. So, you know, I'm not very, I haven't been very close to social media. I've been like, well, I have, but I've been doing a lot of work. Because, you know, my Mondays are, Mondays are my heaviest days, you know that. Um... But I, I was you know scrolling through Instagram, giving myself a break from editing a video earlier, mm-hmm. and um, I saw something about Mike Miller's family allegedly supporting Cardi B for taking the, a Grammy over him. Mm-hmm. Do you know anything about that? I did hear something about that. So okay, so once again, I'm quoting Twitter here. So you can know. you please like also like give a brief background of who Mike Miller is and who Cardi B is and like what like what the situation is like. So if anybody is more of a you know, cavemen than I am, um, and they don't know anything at all, like, you, you know. Okay. So, Mac Miller is a rapper who recently committed suicide. Oh, he didn't commit suicide. He didn't commit suicide. It was an uh, overdose. He overdose. You say commit overdose? You no, he, he overdosed. Overdose. He overdosed not too long ago, and he unfortunately passed away. And he was, prior to that point, he was the ex-boyfriend of... Um, of the Mrs. biggest pop star in America, Rihanna Grande. I'm flat out like that. But what you call it uh, of a Miss Ariana Grande, and um, 
a lot of she received a lot of backlash for it because um you know she OD'd right after yeah the breakup. Well yeah, and also at the time she was uh she was dating no she was engaged to Pete Davidson like which is like like a comedian from SNL. And this this happened not almost immediately but quite soon after she broke up with yeah her. like so you could imagine yeah like if you if you if, like if people were paying attention like I'm pretty sure like a lot of people were like it literally have it couldn't have been any more poetic like you know. Hmm. Like, you know, Mike Miller and Ariana break up. Pete snacks Ariana. Pete and Ariana tie the, like, you know, start, start tying the knot, like, you know, mm-hmm. get engaged. And then soon right after, like, what, like, a couple months into them being engaged, and boom, he, like, ODs. And, like, his first reaction from the public is that, like, he committed suicide because of because he was that depressed from that, and people were attacking Ariana, and even Pete Davis. I mean, don't get me wrong, I heard he made really sad music. So this isn't to say that like that triggered it. This might have happened regardless, but I mean it's kind of impossible to deny like him doing that when it, you juxtapose it with like what happened. No, I'm I'm sure he was sad about it, but I don't think like I I don't I didn't listen to his music like that honestly. No, I didn't either. I, didn't. I know I know he was very talented because yeah. like you know he had a fan base for a reason. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like it was almost like like he a cult type a of thing. Too. He sounded he kind of sounded like a. He sounded like like a mixture, like when you know when J Cole tries to sing. Yeah. Yeah. He sounded like J Cole with a little bit of samba. It was, it was a very interesting, a little bit of samba. Like well, all I know about the uh, this guy, uh, Mac Miller, is that like he was very talented. He knew how to play guitar. Mm-hmm. He could sing apparently, and he was a oh, he was an avid rapper. Um, yeah, go on about like you know the whole situation. Right, um, getting back to the situation, at heart. So um. According to Twitter, uh, he got nominated for a Grammy. I forgot which category. I forget which category. I think uh, best rap album. Best rap was it album? Yeah, I think album. it was best rap album. Or best album and, period. Um, the Grammy. The people who did the Grammys, uh, they flew his family out there for the nomination. So uh, you could imagine that. Um, what you call it? If you fly the family out, that means that he most likely won. Sad story short. He didn't actually. Have, he didn't actually win the Grammy, and Cardi B actually ended up winning winning Best Rap Album of the Year. And um, just as a side note, I'm so grateful that she won it because that's that's big for us. You know where we're from, that big BX. Look, I'm not. I'm not saying uh, we're not saying at all in any way, shape, or form that we're glad that Mike Miller lost or anything like that. Or we're just like 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 for example, like all I saw on on like on on. Uh, Instagram that actually Cardi B was the one who shared it was that Mike Miller's family was really supportive of Cardi B winning the Grammy for best rap album on Sunday. I mean, I'm I'm not upset that she won it over Mac Miller because Invasion of Privacy was a really good debut album. Like, it's it's not often that like a lot of um, rookies in the in the music industry, not even rookies, like first album like album first studio productions had the success that she had like. Her album was charted top ten on multiple charts. She had number one songs all over the place. She had she had like seven songs at some point in the Billboard one hundred. She had some songs that were two times platinum. Yeah. So she definitely deserved like twenty eighteen was her year without a doubt. So um, um, I I I I don't have any anything against Mac Miller's family for being as supportive as she, as they were because definitely like, why wouldn't she be? How salty and how bitter would you look to hold it against someone else for winning? And they definitely deserved it just because, you know. Well, apparently, um, 
in her speech, she uh, actually said that she actually read that her family was hoping that she would win if he didn't win. Um, it is sad that he didn't win, though. But, like, like I would have been happy either way whether he won or she did. Um, I'm obviously happy that she did and everything. Uh, and I think it's pretty cool that her family, that the, uh, his family, actually, are supportive of her winning that album. It's pretty dope. You know? Cool. Uh, anything else that you want to say in regards to the topic? Do you know, like, any, 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 do you have any memories about Mike Miller, like, you know, uh, related to your life? Um, the only, only real memory that comes to mind is, um, um, I saw he had a segment on radio before, and I'm not gonna lie, like, it kind of made me sad that we lost him as a talent, and he also didn't have the exposure he had, because potentially, like, had, it, if we were in a different place musically, if this generation was in a different place musically, I feel like we'd be a lot more receptive to his music, because he made some really beautiful soul for music. Well, he was really, he was really, really, he was huge, like, 2011 to 2014. And, like, yeah, high schoolish, like, um, our high school, our high school year, he was. He was, like, like, crazy popular. Yeah. Uh, like, the only cool memory that I have about Mike Miller, uh, and I feel like a huge jerk for saying this, because, like, it's literally, like, the only... The only thing that I could really relate to him is that he was in, uh, I think, Scary Movie 5? With Snoop Dogg? Yeah. And, like, le- legit, that was literally my favorite part of the whole movie. Him and uh, Snoop Dogg. Like, that literally, like, that whole scene where he was, like, he was asking Snoop Dogg which movie was the one with the cabin in the woods, and Snoop Dogg would repeatedly say, cabin in the woods. And he was like, no, 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 the one where all the people hide in the cabin in the woods. And Snoop Dogg would repeat, the cabin in the woods. But, like, you know, they were playing, like, two stoners. So, like, it was just a fun bit. Like, you know. Scary movie got trash after the second one. We're not, that's, a, that's a conversation. The Ma- one with Mac Miller was actually pretty good. But, yeah. Anyway, let's move on from this topic. So, now we're, while, while we're on the topic of pop culture. So, like, one of the most interesting things about pop culture is how it captivates our attention and how we perceive it as quote-unquote cool. So, in your opinion, what is coolness or being cool? What makes someone quote unquote cool to you? I'm gonna be the most like the the, the cheesiest answer that anybody could really give you or, or give anybody really uh, when asked this question. I think coolness is the way you carry yourself. Everyone says this, but support yourself. Why? So like okay, so right now something that's really popular and everything is like dressing with like name brands. Like like people think that just because they have like a really expensive shirt pair of pants or like pair of shoes they think they're cool and like if if you know me in this podcast you're probably gonna think that i'm a hypocrite for saying this because i would do with you know certain name brands and stuff like that how about you listen no some of your problems I, don't, I don't like boasting you're not boasting i'm asking a question how about you talk about some of your like let's two or three of your favorite brands uh, uh this is gonna say make me sound like a hype piece but I mean, I like, if you don't if you don't just if you it's it's fine. Uh, okay, like it's fine. Uh, I like wearing Supreme, okay. Off White, and Nike. Oh, that's not too bad. That's literally like you know my everyday wardrobe. Wardrobe. Damn. Like like literally like, wow. No, that's not how I meant to say it. Damn. Oh my god. No, like you know. This one has a different Supreme shirt for everything. Oh like, my lord. This is why I don't want to get into this conversation. You said no. everyday. Oh my god. No, like, for example, like, if you catch me on the streets anywhere, like, I'm most likely either wearing Nike Supreme or Off-White on, like, a, on any given occasion. Okay. Like, if I hang out with my friends, like, I, I on the, the day of the Super Bowl, I was wearing my Nike 
off-white, my off-white Nike Prestos and my off-white, with off-white flannel that I have. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, pretty calm stuff. Pretty calm. Yeah. yeah. Some light. And like, you know, sometimes to work, I would wear like a Supreme hoodie or something like that. If it's, you know, it gets cold outside, so, you know, I gotta put heat on to keep warm. Okay. <laughs> no, but like, you did it. I don't think, I, I don't wear those pants specifically because like, I think they make me cool or anything. Like, you know, I think what partic- makes me cool particularly is the fact that, I, that, I, that I'm kind of funny sometimes. Okay. Debatable opinion. Wow. You know I'm funnier than you are. Ha! <laughs> the only thing you got over me is that you can actually speak English. Uh, bro, if this if this podcast was a team, it'd be Golden State and I'm KD. And I'm Steph! I'm still the better player! Right, but I, I can't even. This is how we started with Yeah, but this is my team, though. Okay. It's your team, but I'm the reason why we started winning chip consistently. No, I want a chip without you. I don't need you. So you know you're a bitch. To, what happened to you when your buddy LeBron came up and pressed you? It was on that talk, like, the beat was- you up just Kyrie. I had to pull up and have your follow up. You're hurting my feelings. I don't care. Anyway, going back to the topic. Damn, that actually like made me feel. You know what, bro? Leave my house. Alright, bro, I'm leaving. Get out. Leave. And your iPhone 10 is fake, too. No, it's not. You're just mad because you can't it's afford it. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Who are they going to believe? They can't see it. You going to post a picture of it? If they can hear that you're poor. I'm joking. Heard the pop. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, um, yeah, I think uh, coolness, like, it's it just relates to, like, you know, how somebody carries themselves. Themselves, because, like, you could wear, you could wear Supreme and call you, and carry yourself like a total jerk. Or wear Supreme and carry yourself like a cool dude, like, you know, who doesn't mind, who actually, like, you know. Or you could like, literally wear, like, Marshall t-shirts. Marshall's t-shirts. Oh, no, Marshall's about the camp TJ Maxx t-shirts. And, you know, so be a cool guy. Like, I don't think clothing really makes you cool or anything, or what you wear makes you cool or anything like that. I think, like, you know, the thing the most that where that relies on is, like, just how you carry yourself. Like, you're not a jerk, you know, you're... You know, try to be a good person, you're stuff like that. Like how you carry yourself, like, like when you are carrying yourself, like what attributes of your carrying of yourself constitute, like, uh, translate to coolness. Well, like if if you find yourself to be a person that that you're easy to be around, you know, that you don't make people feel uncomfortable, and if you do, you know, you find a way to kind of like you know solve that issue. That you're not, that you're just not like an asshole. You know what I mean? Like that you're just cool. That you, that you don't, you know. I don't consider myself actually to be like cool, cool because like I'm like chill when I'm chilling with my friends or whatever. But like if it's like something that's work related, like I'm like really, fra- I get really frantic and like I start yelling and you know, like I was last Monday when the microphone broke. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sorry for that. But uh, yeah, I, I feel like being, being, <laughs> being cool is just like you know. This like kind of like attitude that people have, you know, and like you know, uh, if you know you're a younger listener, um, don't try to be cool. Coolness just comes, you know. It's either you got it or you don't. If you don't, embrace it. No, because I think you could you can become cool. I mean, yeah, there's a couple success stories here and there. Like, like I remember, like, bro, look, look, look at me for example. I, I went from asking people, hey, do you want to be my friend, to hey, do you want to be my friend, or I kill myself. So it's you know it's kind of like sad, but then it gets funny. It's a shame to see my face. Yeah, I can't see my face. So we're moving on from this point, I guess. Yes, we are. Okay, cool. Uh, so yeah, on to a lighter note. Um, 
are my questions. Okay. Did you hear anything about what Drake did last night at the Grammys and like what happened to it with him? So I actually heard a good chunk of the speech that Drake made. And I just want to say that that was that was a great speech. What did you say? I actually so, don't know anything about the speech. A good chunk of it. So basically he was talking about how the Grammys are business. And like every business, like they're like... The pro, like the uh, which one called the primary component of their event. Why it happens is to make money. Now, don't get me wrong. My teacher explained. Our te- one of my teachers is going to explain what the Grammys. The Grammys is simply they're dedicated to preserving the culture of music, essentially in in quintessence. And this is just a big PR event that they throw on, basically every year to like you know kind of maintain relevance one and two, also to celebrate some of the like more significant music that they have every year, right? So. Drake, you Drake hasn't like from what I heard, Drake has not had a Grammy's appearance since. No way. He hasn't had a huge Grammy's appearance since, if I'm not mistaken, the Take Care era. So this wasn't too long ago. Wait, he wasn't in the Grammys last year? Um, let me see. When was the last time Drake? Drake. Grammy. Grammy. Oops. Grammy appearance. Uh, so obviously 2019 is like the headlines right now. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't think it's gonna really show. Honestly. Yeah, we'd have to go like really. No, yeah. We'll, we'll get back to you guys on this. Yeah, we're gonna come back to this topic like probably like next week or something once we'll do a little more research on it. Um. But what I will say is that um, I definitely lo- I definitely resonated really heavily with the message that he gave because it wasn't just. What's um, the message? So in, in essence, he said. Each of the music that we make, and I'm speaking from I'm speaking from first person perspective, that being Drake. Each of the music we make resonates with a different audience, and it's not about the Grammy that you win. It's about the small victories that you, as an artist, win by giving your music to the world, right? So he says that there's people out there who want to listen to the perspective of a, of a little of a young Canadian boy with something to say, or a spicy young New York woman. He was referencing Cardi B. Or um, and he he also mentioned Travis Scott. Like, yeah. He he was basically talking about how like um people, like the Grammys might not give them the recognition they want, but at the end of the day, it's the it's the perspectives of the people, the people who live and touch that matters most. And I thought that was amazing. It just bothered like I guess the Grammys took issue, the people who were in the Grammys took issue with the fact that he would address them on their own platform about how unfair and how biased at times we could be against these artists. Cause don't get me wrong, 2018 it wasn't the best year for bro, music. Bro, I'm I'm sorry, like, bro. I feel like a great year. in the in the past recent years, like in the I'm not gonna say okay from like 2014, no 20 yeah from 2014 to now. Uh-huh. I think it's been like the best year of music to be honest. What from 2014 to now? It's it, it's been a great it's been a great era for music. Like to be honest. Like, I'll much more call it. One of my favorite years for music was probably... Uh, it was probably 2015, because that's when What a Time to Be Alive came no, out. No, absolutely. No, and but, like, like was... hear me out. Hear me out. All right? So, when, like, so in 20, when 2014 and, like, that time... 20, okay, 2015, you know, we started seeing Migos come out more, Future come out more, and more stuff like that get more popular and everything. But, like, 2015, 2016, I feel like, like that type of music was being kind of, like, ah. Like, you know, look down upon, like, oh, what is this What's garbage? Like, the trap music, like, the, the mumble rap. Trap music, like, if I'm not mistaken, trap music, 
Trap music has actually been around for way longer. No, absolutely. Than it's been no, absolutely. I'm talking about like when it started getting popular by like the Atlanta rappers and stuff like that. People like so. One of the earliest, the earliest rappers that had a claim to trap music, maybe not in its traditional form as we perceive it today, but like trap music, the name at least Ti, who released a song yeah. called Trap, like Trap Music, M U S I, M U Z I K, Trap Music. Um, Gucci Man also had a claim to that term, that type of terminology. Yeah, but like, like I'm referring specifically to like the 2015 to the present era. Oh, you're talking about oh, you're talking about like trap music in this era. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, trap music in that era, like, like bro, like in 2015, like people like when this album, what album is it? Oh, what a time to be alive with the Drake between Drake and Future. Yeah. This album, like people were like, oh shoot, there's like a different Drake, blah blah, this and that. And then every time Future came on any song, they were like, "What the hell is this man saying? Why does he sound like he's like tripping on his own words?" And like people used to make fun of like rappers that you know rap like that and whatever. Like at least like you know what I, what I saw. Are you speaking to? Are you speaking about the flow? No. Are you speaking about like 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 the? Co- I'm, I'm confused. Are you speaking about the content? No. Of, like trap music. No, 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 not the content so much, but like the deliverance. The delivery. Okay. Like because like sometimes you know trap music can be hard to understand. Like, you know, they'll be like, like, for example, what song is it? Is this? Oh, I Stopped My Arm. Like, came out in, like, 2016 or 2017. Uh, the album, uh, DJ Khaled's album. Mm-hmm. Where, like, the beginning of the song, uh, somebody from Migos is like, like, literally just like that. Like, mumbling it. Mumbling it. So, I think you're trying to talk about mumble rap. Mumble rap in the context of trap. Yes. But not necessarily trap itself. No, no, I'm not talking. Uh, yeah, I'm not talking about trap itself. Yeah, I'm not talking about trap itself. I'm talking specifically about the mumble rappers that were on the come up in like during those years. That's when like you got more popular, like with people like Future. Uh, made the Migos blew up oh, like a lot, like in 2016. Uh, when, when did Culture One come out? Culture One came out in 2016, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, let me double check that. Culture. Uh, 2017. I'm so sorry. It, it was promoted a lot in 2016, but 2017 is when it came out. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, Culture One came out, and people were, like, wondering, like, what the hell are these guys saying? And then, like, I feel like in 2016 to 2017, like, there was, like, a learning curve as to, like, what this music was, and that it, it was here to stay, that it wasn't just, like, a fad. To be and, honest, I give a lot of credit, like, yeah, you know, very little, little mention, dude. Give a lot of credit to fucking um, what's his name, uh, uh, Chief Keef, because like when oh yeah, Drill set the foundation for trap. Chief Keef was ahead of his time. When on Love Sosa came out, what? After that, like we had all these other bangers coming. Out. So sorry. Yeah, all these other bangers coming out, and then the sound just started to change more and more, and it's, and the more drugs, like don't get me wrong, not like we do drugs or anything like that. Um, <laughs> um, but yes, um, that's when trap culture started to seep into music, and then the, the usage of like couple of layered beats, your extra drums, your Tim Rays, like all of that. Yeah, but like, but to just end this point, like, um, I feel like trap music has like made such a turn in in a way, like in 2016 and those years, like people like Migos and Future and. What's his name? Lil Uzibert. They used to get picked on all the time because, like, oh, they can't, they can't, they don't know how to speak, this and that. Like, no, fear what they don't understand. Absolutely, a hundred percent. And like, and like that—that's the funniest thing because, like, two, three years ago, 
people were like making fun of these artists because of how they spoke and like their accent that came through like whatever i remember southern jargon yeah i remember uh 21 savage or savage the 21st um he he i, I love 21 savage like that, that was a, but um he like people used to like complain that they couldn't understand nothing that he was saying and like fast forward three years and like i can sit here every single word he's saying in like no heart for example or something like that. I feel like we categorize mumble rappers as mumble rappers simply because, like, the, the, their dialect is so different from ours. Like, you come to New York, even though we are heavily accented, we, for the most part, we enunciate most of our letters, or most of our words, like, constantly. Yeah, yeah, so for example, you're not going to hear Jay-Z, like, you know, mumbling, per se. Yeah, Jay-Z couldn't mumble. Like, like it, it just couldn't happen. Yeah. But if you go down south and you listen to a little Baby or, you, or a Gunna... For example, or your thugger, like all of them, like their their accents so heavily layer their voices that like when they rap on the beat, for them to rap quickly, it sounds like they're mumbling. Yeah. So but, I can't even be mad at them. Yeah. The so yeah, like you know, I think like what Drake said, like uh, like from what I hear from you, I think like it's a great message to say, and I find it hilarious that the 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 Grammys like actually cut off his mic. He might not get an invitation next year if we're being completely honest, but then again, it's not like he, ever, he really cared. He has. Well, that's like, that's like LeBron James not getting invited to the All Star game. Like, like he, he don't, he's not really going to care. I mean, who really cares about yeah. the All Star game? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, like, do you really think, like, do you think LeBron's gonna, is going gonna, is gonna, to, you know, brood over, like, a fake award? It's not like it's a fake, like, I'm not saying that being it's, an All Star is not a big deal. Award what it represents, but the award yeah. itself is not that big. It, yeah, it's not like, you know. Yeah, and that's what he was basically trying to say. Yeah. Message. Well, all right. Uh, we're gonna cut it right here. We went a little bit over time with that last conversation about music. That was kind of exciting. Um, if you guys want us to, you know, talk. Uh, if you guys have any suggestions for topics, we're always taking suggestions. Uh, in our Instagrams right now. Uh, my Instagram handle is at omarzapata.jpg. That's O M A R Z A P A T A dot J P E G. And uh, my Instagram is. You underscore keep singing. Yeah, just like that, I suppose. Just like that. Uh, so this has been Whiny Millennials, guys. Thank you for listening. Uh, please subscribe to our Apple Podcast, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Mahalo, y'all. Yo, stay on the flip side. You heard? Be safe in these streets. Jesus, Jesus Christ! Stop. Good night.